Hi, this is Roy Worley. Welcome to the interview show that brings on guests from all walks of life. Yeah, it's here that they tell their stories and delve a little deeper into their lives to see what got them where they are. So grab a drink, have a seat, and relax, because this is The Leo Effect. When was the last time a short movie shook your emotions to the core? When was the last time a short movie caused you to rethink everything you stood for? When was the last time a short movie made you proud to be an American? When was the last time you felt the emotion to stand up and cheer after a short movie? The new short movie, I've Got Your Six, written and directed by Bill Foster, one of the industry's newest and fastest climbing directors, will answer all of those questions. Rarely has there been so much packed into a short movie that when you leave, you'll feel more proud of our American military veterans. A movie that was cast only with American military veterans will have you on the edge of your seat cheering for our veterans and what makes America great. I've Got Your Six will be hitting the film festival scene soon. Be prepared to drop what you're doing and go see this powerful movie when it comes to your area. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to The Leo Effects. Now, today I am joined by a special guest. I have been waiting to talk to her for a little bit now. She's been in all manner of crazy animes and commercials and just all kinds of stuff. But we're going to get to that. I'm going to ask all the appropriate questions that you want the answers to, I promise. First, let me introduce our guest, Miss Christina Kelly. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well myself. Just muddling along through this whole virus thing and trying to stay safe with all the, you know, political stuff going on. Same, 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 same. Uh, just keeping myself at home as much as possible and, you know, doing my, my home workouts, you know, to keep myself in shape and healthy because, you know, um, we're quarantine snacking. So <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'm I'm getting pretty proficient at the 12 ounce curls. I'm, I'm doing yeah. pretty good with those. <laughs> uh. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> so I kind of touched on it in the little uh, blip there at the beginning about a little bit about your career. Would you be so kind as to tell the listeners maybe what you feel might be your most predominant roles or what you're you might be most proud of kind of thing oh wow that's a that's a really good but still very hard question um uh I would say right now so far with what I've done there was a show I did last year called waiting in the summer and it was directed by the amazing legendary John Swayze and it was just some it was kind of different from what I had you know, typically been cast as she was a very soft, sweet character. Um, and the story was just so beautiful. And I was really, I was really captivated by the character, but honestly, if I had to pick like a follow-up, like my, one of my favorite all-time roles ever that I've done would be mine from Akame Ga Kill, which was the, one of the roles that kind of changed everything for me in the anime world because it was such a big show and a huge success. And it was on um, Adult Swim on the Cartoon Network block called Toonami. And so many people fell in love with the show and now it's on Netflix. So it's getting some new hype again. And I, I was actually talking to my fiance about the show the other day. Well, actually, he was talking to me about it and he rewatched the entire show and I had no idea 
And he said, you know, the thing about your character that I love is that, you know, she starts off as this very, you know, strong, uptight, you know, fierce character, but then she slowly starts to change and become really soft and sweet towards the end and, you know, expresses her love to the main character and has a really tragic end. But it's, he said, I just, I love that character. And he said, you know, I love the other characters too, but, and not, I don't love this character because you're in it, but <laughs> I love it because of the progression of the character. He really fell in love with it. So those are my two, those are two of my favorites right now. So, right on. but I have so many, <laughs> I have so many, I have so many, so well, you've done all kinds of stuff besides that. Like you've done commercials and theater and things like yeah. that. Do you prefer voiceover work as your your main career or do you just like acting in general? Yeah, you know, I love acting in general. And I started off just doing theater. Um, I went to school for acting. I got my, my BFA, my Bachelor of Fine Arts in acting from the University of Houston. And I graduated in 2015, but I had done done all kinds of things throughout college and got exposed to different kinds of theater. And then when I graduated, I worked at um, Catastrophic Theater and I got signed with uh, Pastorini Bosby, which is the agency, the big agency based in Houston. And they're a pretty big agency in Texas too. And through that, I've had a lot of really cool opportunities and I've done commercial work and auditioned for some pretty big TV shows that were on AMC and a lot of really great opportunity, you know, living here in Texas and working in Houston has come my way. And I, I feel really, really lucky. And I've connected with a lot of amazing people in the industry because of that. And, um, I would say that every, you know, film and voiceover and theater, they're just so different because, you know, in film, you, you can go back and fix everything, you know, but with theater, it's different every night when you perform and it's never the same, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah. I don't know if I prefer more one, more like one than the other, but I, I would say I, I have a love for all three, you know, film, you know, voiceover and, and theater. They're all so beautiful and they're all great experiences. So nice. Well, there you go. That's that's a good way to do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta did, gotta dabble in it all. I think you know. Yeah, yeah. And did you have an like a particular inspiration that you said, "Oh, I want to be like them when I grow up"? Yeah, I love Catherine Hepburn. Okay. And uh, Bringing Up Baby is one of my favorite movies, and I love Kate Blanchett. She's just. I never, I'll never forget when I saw her in Elizabeth. I was really young, actually, when I saw the movie where she played Queen Elizabeth, and I was just captivated by it. And uh, that kind of pushed me towards performance. And uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, he's he's a great actor, so versatile. But yeah, those are three people I I really really admire for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. And did, did you have like a lot of support from family and friends when you said, you know what, I, I think I'm going to go and learn how to be a, an actor, actress and get into the performing arts. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'd always loved singing ever since I was a small child and I, I thought that that was like what I wanted to do, but I got into theater when I was, I want to say I was in middle school and then I, you know, did it throughout high school. And I, I actually wanted to be a zoologist when I grew up and train like exotic animals for movies. <laughs> okay, <laughs> That's what I wanted to do, but I was terrible at math. And my dad said, Oh, I don't think, I don't think you should do zoology. I think, that, you know, it's a lot of math and science and not that I'm trying to like deter you from, from going to do that, but you know, you really gotta, you really gotta focus on that if that's something you want to do. And I thought, 
uh, maybe he's right. Maybe this isn't a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, I, I had been doing theater all throughout high school and I, one of my high school teachers, one of my main theater teachers from high school, her name's Suzanne Martin. And she told me that I should audition for college for, uh, for acting. And, um, I, I thought that's a thing you can, you can audition, you know, for like for BFA programs. That's, that's really cool. So I did auditions my senior year and got some really great callbacks for some amazing schools in Texas and around the U S and I, uh, I eventually ended up at the university of Houston. I got some really, I got a really good callback for the university of Oklahoma actually. And, um, uh, I forgot what the city I think. Is it Tulsa where you, you, the university of Oklahoma is, I can't remember, but anyway, <laughs> I went to Oklahoma and I, I did the audition and I, I came really close, uh, for the musical theater program, but I ended up at the University of Houston and I'm so thankful that I did because I probably wouldn't be signed with, you know, pastoring Bosby or work at Sentai Filmworks and eventually work at Funimation, you know, and work at these mm -hmm. other amazing theater companies. So I'm really, really glad I, I ended up where I am today. So everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. And all of your fans are very happy that you ended up where you did as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're great. They're really great. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad I'm I'm I am where I am right now. So Absolutely. Now kind of talking a little more about your VA career, like and doing these uh different animes and things of that nature, like how do you come up with a character voice how do you like how do you practice once you've come up with it oh yeah that's a that's a good question i usually for me it's a visual thing i can look at a character and if she's really bright like with like with her colors like her hair and her outfit like if it's like if her hair is pink or you know yellow or orange usually those kinds of characters are very loud or um like I said, bright, yeah, they can be obnoxious, not necessarily, but, um, yeah, the visual is a, is a really big thing for me. Uh, and usually like if the character's normal or, um, light and soft, I, you, you, we listen to the Japanese, but I don't base my, my voice off of the Japanese. Uh, mm -hmm. sometimes what their take on it is totally different than what I do or what the director wants to. So, uh, yeah, for me, it's a, it's a the big thing is visual for sure. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's my, that's my, uh, that's my work that I do before we start. Okay. And like when you're practicing the voice, do you like walk around the house talking in that voice? Do you <laughs> go shopping with that voice? Like, <laughs> uh, Yeah. Um, you know, there really isn't a lot of time for rehearsal, you know, when we, when we go in to record these shows and sometimes we don't have the luxury of getting to watch or see these shows before we go in to record something. Uh, sometimes I go in completely blind. Maybe I'll read a synopsis before the character, like before we start recording the character. But for the most part, there's no time to practice or rehearse. I'm just kind of going in, you know, completely blind and the, the director will play a little snippet from the show for me so I can get a feel of the character, which is usually really helpful for me. But yeah, no, I don't really ever get the chance to like, you know, maybe watch an episode or, you know, practice anything beforehand. We just kind of, we just go for it. 
and but we have really great directors to help us and guide us throughout the process so that helps a lot too oh yeah i imagine that would be just way better to have somebody who can give you clear direction yes it's very helpful and you know kyle jones and john swayze and shannon reed and david wald they're all they're all great great directors and very helpful with that kind of thing so oh yes absolutely and they're great people too yeah they're all right (laughs) (laughs) they're okay (laughs) so yeah they're awesome do you prefer to do that kind of loud energetic voice or do you prefer the more soft and uh, kind of centered voice it depends on my mood (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm just kidding no uh it uh yeah it doing those you know brighter tsundere louder characters or they can be a little bit more difficult and uh tiresome on your voice uh but i i honestly love them all and any opportunity to work and and dive into a new character and try something new is so amazing and and important and helps with you know versatility and everything you know Mm -hmm. so i uh i would say i have a love for for all types of, of different characters. And the cool thing about anime is that we can play all sorts of things. We don't have to look apart, you know, like with theater and film, usually they cast you based off of your your look, right? But with, with anime and voiceover, we can be all kinds of things. And that's really cool about it. So yeah, yeah I love yeah. them all, honestly. Cool. I, and I never really thought about that that way that, yeah, you can kind of be whatever you want to be. Yeah, you really can. You really, really can. That's awesome. Like, Mm -hmm. after all this time, is it still kind of strange to hear your voice coming from cartoon characters? (laughs) Yeah, it is. Uh, But, you know, sometimes I actually, I had a friend, I was visiting her the other day at her house, and she said, I saw that you you were doing a show and that it's on Netflix. And I said, oh, yeah, I've got a couple on Netflix right now, actually. I forgot about that. And uh, she said, oh, my gosh, can we please just watch an episode? And we watched an episode from the show I recorded years ago. I went years ago. Like, it was so long ago. It was like five (laughs) years ago. But, uh, yeah, hearing myself, though, I wasn't, I wasn't so like surprised or like, whoa, that's weird. You know, I guess, cause I've been doing it for a little while now, but definitely at the beginning it was, it was always kind of like, whoa, that's, that's so weird to hear my voice, you know, portray, like being carried through my television, you know, <laughs> kind of weird, but you know, you kind of get used to it, but I'm still, it's still something to be very humbled by and thankful for too you know we get to i get to work in this really amazing industry and around these great people so i'm thankful for it every day for sure so yes the the voice acting just career field and all the people that i've met that do it have been nothing short of amazing and friendly and just so helpful yeah that's that's the beauty i think of the the industry that i work in and that you know we work in uh we're all pretty, pretty normal, good people, you know, and that's always <laughs> nice because so many times I, I've heard stories of, of fans meeting their heroes and they're so disappointed by, by, you know, these actors and people that they meet. But in the voiceover industry, I've never really, never really seen or heard, heard that too often. And, you know, we're, we're all pretty cool people and we love the fans. So, yeah. And speaking of the, the fans and meeting your heroes, have you done any conventions or signings or anything of that nature? Yes, I have. I remember my first convention, since you mentioned meeting your heroes, I met one of my favorite voice actors ever at a convention. It was my first one. And his name is Steve Bloom. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but mm-hmm. he he is so amazing and so sweet. 
I was actually, my table, my signing table was right next to his. And I was just, yeah, so I was just fangirling the whole time. And soup, but I was super shy and kind of not afraid, but intimidated to meet him. But he, he walked by me one on like the second day of the convention and smiled and waved. And he said, Hey, nice to meet you. And I, I said, hi, I'm, I'm Christina. Nice to meet you too. And he said, Oh yeah, I know who you are. Your, your show's on, on Toonami. I've been announcing it. Congratulations. Welcome to the, welcome to the anime family. And I just, I was so, I was so happy to see how, how sweet and nice he was and gracious. And he was very encouraging and that that was so so lovely to have and have him be that way and he was really supportive and gave me some really good advice and we you know we did a big group panel together on the last day of the convention and he's just he's a wonderful person and I'm I'm glad I got to meet him and he's he's the lead voice actor in one of my favorite favorite animes and yeah it was it was cool it was a really cool little experience but yeah I've done a few I've done a few conventions and I've met some awesome people through them and um you know, developed some really great friendships. One of my favorite people in the world, her name is Lisa Wilkerson. And uh, she's been working in the industry forever. And she's so I admire her so much. And she's she's done it all. So I yeah, I love I love Lisa. (laughs) Yeah. And did you have like a, a fan come up to you dressed as one of your characters? Yeah, that's that's happened a few times. And you know, whenever that happens, I always freak out and fangirl over them. And I think I scare them because you know? <laughs> I'm just like so excited that they that they did that and that they put so much time into that and that they took the time to stand in line and meet me and talk to me. And it's just it's so cool. It's so, so cool to, to see that. And yeah, I, I feel so lucky when I get to go to these events and meet fans and talk to them. And I want to talk to them all like for for so long and. I have a handler saying, Christina, you gotta, you have a line, you know, you need to <laughs> talk to other people. But uh, the cool thing is that the internet and social media is a great way to stay connected to fans too. So, yeah. Absolutely. And you know, mm-hmm. that's got to be so wild to have somebody come up dressed as your character because that shows just how much they love your character. And the character really wouldn't be anything without the voice. Absolutely. Yeah. I And I, I think about that and I'm like, but I wasn't the original voice, but you know, that that's besides the point because we bring the characters to life in English and the Japanese bring the characters to life in Japanese. And, you know, everybody, everybody puts this, this time and an effort into creating these awesome cosplays. And most of the time they're all, they're fans of both and they want to meet you regardless of whether or not you originated the voice or not, you know, and it's, it's really cool to, to have people take that kind of time and come out to these cons and pay for tickets and meet you. It's, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, if you could be in any project of your choice, just any movie, any cartoon, anything at all, what would it be? Oh gosh. <laughs> That's a really, really, really hard question. Um, <laughs> I got there's this show called Outlander. Yes. And my one of my favorite actresses right now too is her name's Katrina Katrina Bells and she's this tall, gorgeous brunette. And I am just I'm super inspired by her and her acting style. But I love period shows like that. Okay. And uh, I I would love to be in that show or be part of something like that uh i also love lord of the rings that sounds so nerdy but i do i love it the thought of like being part of a project with peter jackson is, would be so cool and uh i would love to play an elf that's like one of my dream roles is to play an elf like Liv tyler <laughs> <laughs> uh 
as far as anime right now, uh, my fiance recently got into My Hero Academia, and I never thought I would have the time to get into that. That's but a good it's one. Such a, it's a really, really cool, fun show. And the characters are really moving and uh, amazing. And you, you kind of can't help but fall in love with them all in some way. But that, that would be a really cool show to be a part of um, right now. But I, w- I mean, I'd love to be part of anything, truly. I, everything is, is an opportunity, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And without digging too much into your personal life, and feel free to, you know, say, no, I don't want to answer that one. But <laughs> does your does your fiancé do voiceover or voice acting work as well? No, actually, my fiancé is not an actor at all. Okay. I am. Yeah, no, he's not an actor. He actually manages and works for a private uh, oil company uh, in Midland, Texas. I don't know if I should give out that detail. I don't know if it (laughs) matters. But anyway, in Texas. And uh, he's the complete opposite of me. But he understands my industry, which is so rare. I think sometimes we, you know, we we're usually attracted to people that are, you know, that work in our world because they understand us. But Gary is, uh, he's an amazing guy. And he's been super supportive of my my career and been there with me every step of the way through all the crying and the struggles and the difficulties. But he's, he's a, a huge support system and really sympathetic to, to everything I I do and work on and audition for. So I'm, I'm a lucky girl for sure. <laughs> that's absolutely fantastic to have somebody like that that's in your corner. Does he kind of, you know, quote unquote fangirl when, when your characters come on? He does. Yeah. He told me the other day when he rewatched uh, my show on Netflix that he'd still still get so excited when he hears my voice and I, that makes me so happy. <laughs> puts a big, it puts a big smile on my face to know that he, he does admire my work and um, fangirl quote unquote yeah. over my work. Yeah. It's cool. It's really cool. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Gary's awesome. He's a great guy. That's, that's cool. Well, kind of talking a little bit more about you on a more you level, uh, you mm-hmm. know, getting to know Christina a little bit better here. Like, do you have any kind of hobbies that you enjoy doing? I do. I love yoga. I'm obsessed with the practice of yoga. It's changed my life. I used to be a a highly stressed person. Um, And, you know, I have my days, but it it really has just changed my life and, you know, taught me to kind of take a minute to to slow down and dedicate my life to just breathing. I think as human beings, we're just always going, going, going. And we never really take the time to check in with ourselves and just breathe and dedicate you know, time to, to keep our bodies healthy and, you know, not think about the outside world, not think about work or looking at our phones. Cause we're so addicted to screen time and, and looking at our phones and checking our Facebooks and everything. And yoga just taught me to take a step back and, you know, just not, not stressed, you know, for a little while, just find some, some peace. And I, I love it. I thought yoga is just a, it's a great practice to have. And uh, so yeah, definitely yoga is a hobby. I I don't know if taking pictures of my cat is a hobby. Does that count as a hobby? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Taking videos and pictures of my cat. I yeah, I love I love my cats. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh traveling. I, I love to travel. My mom's a flight attendant for Delta and sometimes she and I get to spend some really cool quality time together and we get to go to, to Europe and we, we probably won't get to do that for a while. <laughs> yeah. But um but uh those moments with her are 
wonderful. And I love traveling with Gary and, you know, we go to, we go camping, we go to the river sometimes. And, um, it's so definitely traveling and yoga and, you know, hanging out with, with Gary, my animals and my friends. They're, uh, Oh, Mario Kart. I love Mario Kart. Nice. Is that, is that nerdy? Is that too nerdy to say? No, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, those are, those are a few things in my life that I, uh, I love hobby wives. So right on. Yeah. <laughs> and do you have any kind of other, uh, like talents that people might not know about? Like, can you, can you juggle or throw cards? Uh, I never learned how to juggle. I can do a headstand. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I can do a really solid cartwheel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can, I don't know if I should say this. No, I'm not going to say it. Never mind. Not going <laughs> to say that one. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not one of those people that can like bend their thumb all the way back or, you know, have their hands tied behind them and get out of it somehow or do some really cool magic tricks. I'm not, I guess I'm really boring. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> but like, yeah, I can do a headstand. I, you know, some That's people it. can't. That's about it. <laughs> well, do you um, do you have like any kind of pet peeves or stuff that just irritates you? Oh my gosh, slow drivers. Yeah. <laughs> people that drive so slow. Uh, people that walk slow. Like you know when you're walking in the mall and you know you've got a place to be, you know, because you're you're not just hanging out. You you know, you're going to the mall and you've got to go get this one thing and you know, there's just this this line of people in your way. They're just like a whole blockade of people. They're just taking up the whole entire side of the mall and you're just trying to get through and they're there. And then you <laughs> you look crazy whenever you like speed past them. Yeah, yeah. Those are those are some things that kind of annoy me. <laughs> That's fair. You know, yeah. no, nothing annoys me more than when I'm just kind of taking my time going through the mall and these people rush past me because they've got somewhere to be. Some <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would say slow drivers and maybe maybe I just walk way too fast. Maybe I'm just, you know, maybe I've, I've just always got somewhere to be and I need to slow down a little bit. But um, yeah, I'd say, oh, when people run into me at the grocery store with their carts, they like speed through the aisle and they don't look and they just run right into you. Oh my that's goodness. Really, that's happened to me so many times over the last three months. Maybe <laughs> I need to stop going to the grocery store so much. But that's all there is to do right now, really. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I couldn't imagine. I can honestly say that's never happened to me. So really? knock, knock on wood. Nobody's ever run into you with their with their grocery store no, cart. No. Oh, you're a lucky you're a lucky person. You're a lucky man. <laughs> we, we've had a few once. close calls, but oh my goodness, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, it's just I think people are especially right now they're just so panicked. You know, they've just yeah got to get in the grocery store and they got to get out. But that's like the one place where I actually take my time. Oh, surprisingly, so. <laughs> Yeah. Well, kind of circling back around so we can bring this thing full circle. Do you have anything that you're working on or coming up that you're able to talk about? There are a couple of things. I can't talk about them yet. Okay. I wish I could. Uh, I will say the directors of the shows are awesome. And I'm really glad I got to be a part of these projects. Uh but I had a show come out recently called um, Bang Dream, and it's a fun, fun show. Uh, it's about a, a girl, girl group, like a girl band, and I'm really lucky I got to be, I got to be in that. And I think that 
I'm hoping Food Wars comes back to Adult Swim soon. I'm not sure when that's supposed to happen, but I, I'm hoping it should it should be soon. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's nothing I can. I don't know if you can hear my cat in the background. She's meowing because I closed the door on her. <laughs> but <laughs> speaking of cats, but uh, yeah, there's nothing I can really say yet. I wish I really wish I could. Uh, but there there are a few things. I can say that, that there are a few things coming for sure. Awesome. So be on the lookout. Be on go. the lookout. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, well, with this last little bit of the show, I kind of want to open it up to you and let you tell the listeners like what your different social medias are so they can go and click and follow along. Yeah, I, I am on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is at with a cap uh, with a capital C for Christina uh, Marie with a capital M and then K. So it's at Christina Marie K on Twitter. And then my Instagram is called uh, the name on that is it's Christina Kelly. All one word. It's Christina Kelly. And that's really about it for my social media is just my Twitter and my Instagram. I do have a website. It's Christina Marie Kelly.net. And I post all my updates on there in case you don't have a Twitter or an Instagram. So you can keep up with my work. And it has a couple of uh, uh, videos on there with shows that I've done in the past. And there's pictures from past theater experiences and shows that I've done. And it's a, uh, it's a cool little website, but uh, yeah, that's, that's about it for my, for my social media. Okay. So yeah. Uh, thank you so much for, for taking the time to, to talk to me and have me on your show. I really, really appreciate it. No, no. The pleasure has been all mine, I promise. Like, this has been amazing. I've had a lot of fun talking to you. And we had some Aww. good laughs. And it, it's yeah. just, <laughs> you're a very interesting person. And I can't wait for your new projects to come out and for people to go and follow along with you. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, I can't wait to. And hopefully with all the, the craziness going on in the world, uh, we can still keep all the entertainment coming to to you guys, to the fans, and you know everybody. And it's uh, it's really important right now, you know, since we're stuck at home. So absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you again for coming on the show. I really do appreciate it. And thank you to all the listeners out there who tuned in to check this out. Make sure to go and check out uh, Christina's stuff. I will post the links in the description of the podcast as usual. So all you got to do is click and off you go. But thank you all very much for tuning in and we will see you all next time. Yes, thank you so much. Bye. (laughs) Now that was an awesome interview. Thanks so much for listening. You all are so great. And don't forget to head to Facebook, Insta, and Twitter and follow The Leo Effects. If you want to hear some comedy and ridiculous voices, check out Shattered Dungeons on YouTube and all other places podcasts can be heard. And you'll hear me voicing crazy characters, usually pretty terribly. So thank you so much. You all are the absolute best. And we will see you all on the next episode.